we'll start with the commercials. Oops. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is your place for that aquatic enthusiast and your family this holiday season. With Christmas fast approaching, now is the time to look for that great gift for that special someone who lives the aquatic lifestyle. With years of experience, owner-operator Nelson Fletcher can help you achieve your aquatic needs and goals and help you find that special gift for that aquatic enthusiast you love. You can also converse with other aquatic hobbyists and enthusiasts by logging on to www.aquariumauctions.ca and joining the TAC room where you can ask any questions. Visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today at their website at www.aquariumauctions.ca or their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Christmas is not far away. Come catch Santa on his sleigh. Time is precious. Seize the day at Ski's Watch and Clock. Ski's been in business for 20 years. He knows his stuff, so have no fears. He knows about all those tiny gears inside every clock. When you come to Ski's Watch and Clock, his variety is huge. From wristwatches, pocket watches, stopwatches, desk clocks, mantel clocks, grandfather clocks, new and previously owned reconditioned pieces. Right now, with Christmas so close, we will only accept light repairs till after Christmas. The elves are busy enough as it is filling Santa's sleigh. Don't let the Grinch stop you from filling the stockings or putting things under the tree this year. If you're worried about getting someone a gift, you can put items on layaway with just a small deposit. Thanks to Ski, you can send that stupid Grinch to his bedroom with no dinner or TV and no computer or PlayStation. By now, you must be wondering... Where Ski's Watch and Clock is. It's located in beautiful downtown Winter Haven at 106 West Central Avenue, Florida, just across from the main post office. Call 863-294-5630. Again, that number is 863-294-5630. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, 
we change it. Together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Memories can last a lifetime, especially when it comes to the holidays, especially when it involves taking pictures. If you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place you can count on to make those memories last longer than the holidays. That place is Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers can help you with making your Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, or whatever holiday you celebrate the best ever by taking single shots, family portraits, couple portraits, pet photos, and more. She can also capture the finest winter scenery you can imagine. Those photos are available all across the country and around the world at a price that will not empty your wallet for last-minute Christmas shopping. Don't wait until the last minute to get your pictures done for the holidays. Call Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography at 541-951-2443 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work can be found there. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year from all your friends at Grateful Heart Photography. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further. Oh, there's a machine gun. Look out, Daddy! Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. The best in old-time radio adventures, you've come to the right place. This is one nostalgic weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous. Kingston, yeah. So I me say, yeah. Come, they told me, pa 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 pa, a newborn king to see, pa 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 pa, our finest gifts we bring, pa 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 pa.
Still breaking up. Well, I play some music. You can just jump on Skype, maybe, and you can just run it that way, and I could uh, produce you through Skype. Oh, let's see here.
wanna stall on top of your tree. Cause home with your family is where you wanna be. Little sis and big bro building angels in the snow. Waiting by the door for your man to live in mistletoe. Two phone represents, so don't miss this. We got the gift to gab wrapped up just for Christmas. Last Christmas, I'll give you my heart. Twice the night before Christmas, and all through the Hold house... it now, wait, hold it, that's played out. Hit it! Don't you give me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood Gonna ring it, gonna sing it till it's understood My rapping about to happen like a knee You were slapping or I told you to tapping on a hunk of wood Bought a red suited dude with a friendly attitude And a slave full of goodies for the people on the block Got a long white beard, maybe looks kind of weird And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shot Now people let me tell you about last year When the dude came flying Here. Well, the home was out, snow's on the ground. Folks stayed in to party down. The beat was thumping on the box, and I was dancing in my sock. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player lay down the heavy layer of the funky chunky rhythm of the disco beat. And the guy with the 88 started to participate And I could sure appreciate the sound so sweet We were all in the mood So we had a little food and a joke And a smoke and a little bit of wine Yeah, man, um, we're gonna do this You know what I'm saying? I don't really don't feel like doing this But I'm gonna do it anyway Um, yeah, um, I don't even know what the hell I was talking about I'm lost in the sauce, man Um, let's go to the commercial, man I gotta come back on I gotta, I gotta come back on. I gotta get my thoughts together. No problem there. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is your place for that aquatic enthusiast and your family this holiday season. With Christmas fast approaching, now is the time to look for that great gift for that special someone who lives the aquatic lifestyle. With years of experience, owner-operator Nelson Fletcher can help you achieve your aquatic needs and goals and help you find that special gift for that aquatic enthusiast you love. You can also converse with other aquatic hobbyists and enthusiasts by logging on to www.aquariumauctions.ca and joining the TAC Room, where you can ask any questions. Visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today at their website at www.aquariumauctions.ca or their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. 
Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Christmas is not far away. Come catch Santa on his sleigh. Time is precious. Seize the day at Ski's Watch and Clock. Ski's been in business for 20 years. He knows his stuff, so have no fears. He knows about all those tiny gears inside every clock. When you come to Ski's Watch and Clock, his variety is huge. From wrist watches, pocket watches, stock watches, desk clocks, mantle clocks, grandfather clocks, new and previously owned reconditioned pieces. Right now, with Christmas so close, we will only accept light repairs till after Christmas. The elves are busy enough as it is filling Santa's sleigh. Don't let the Grinch stop you from filling the stockings or putting things under the tree this year. If you're worried about getting someone a gift, you can put items on layaway with just a small deposit. Thanks to Ski, you can send that stupid Grinch to his bedroom with no dinner or TV and no computer or PlayStation. By now, you must be wondering where Ski's watch and clock is. It's located in beautiful downtown Winter Haven at 106 West Central Avenue, Florida, just across from the main post office. Call 863-294-5630. Again, that number is 863 863- Two nine four five six three zero. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it. Together. This is our time. One, two, three. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Memories can last a lifetime, especially when it comes to the holidays, especially when it involves taking pictures. If you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place you can count on to make those memories last longer than the holidays. That place is Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers can help you with making your Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, or whatever holiday you celebrate the best ever by taking single shots, family portraits, couple portraits, pet photos, and more. She can also capture the finest winter scenery you can imagine. Those photos are available all across the country and around the world at a price that will not empty your wallet for last-minute Christmas shopping. Don't wait until the last minute to get your pictures done for the holidays. Call Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography at 541-951-2443. 
or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work can be found there. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year from all your friends at Grateful Heart Photography. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further. Oh, there. It's a machine gun. Look out, Daddy! Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. For the best in old-time radio adventures, you've come to the right place. This is one nostalgic weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Massey, a.k.a. Santa Claus for the evening. Yeah, yeah, me, I don't do reindeer too well. So I got poodles and dogs and cats and a big red sleigh with TVs and the headrest. <laughs> hey, yes, sir. Let me talk to him. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Building a snowman and having lots of fun because we got presents today. Bells on bobtails ring. Making spirits bright. We got a good look at old St. Nick because we stayed up late last night. See? Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. It's a lot of fun. Jingle bells, jingle, jingle bells, jingle, jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun nah. it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. It's time to jingle land. Wait for Chris Kingoland. Celebrate this magic time with all my friends and all my fam. Let's light the fireplace, wrap gifts and decorate. Let's do the things we always do around the holidays. Let's pull the sled out so we can have a great time. Take turns pushing each other down the mountainside. Cause all we have to do today is laugh and play while we sing and we jingle all the way. Alright, we back in the building, man. Hope y'all can hear me. Um, this is that for the review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. You got the mirror in the building. Tuesday night live, we in the building. Um, yeah, man, we had a lot popping, man. We're gonna get a lot popping, man. We're gonna cram it in for y'all. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but we are in the building, live and direct. Um, not to get into, so we're not gonna waste no time. Listen, man, um, what are we doing? You know, the the carousel started in the NFL, Ron Rivera out at Carolina. Um, you know, I thought they would have gave him at least to the end of the season. You know. You know, before they, you know, figured that they were going to, you know, change the uh, direction with coaching. But, you know, like their owner said, you know, he's going to give them two years. Um, and I think that, you know, it's definitely somebody out there that he's, you know, going to holler at, you know, that, um, you know, he feels like he can get into coaching Carolina. Um, you know, it's going to be a plenty more coaching changes, uh, you know, before, um, you know, 
the end of the season or you know right at the end of the season. You know how it, you know how they give it up. But um, we could talk about coaches all day, man. You know Jason Garrett. You know we could talk about uh, Pat Sherman with the Giants. You could talk about Matt Nagy with the Chicago Bears. You could talk, you know, you could talk about a couple of other situations, but I think that with Carolina, I think it was just a, um, you know, more of uh, a thing that just kind of snowballed um, from when they um, were in the Super Bowl and they lost the Super Bowl to Denver Broncos, and I think from that moment on, I think the Carolina Panthers just, you know, were hustling backwards. They weren't that same team. They didn't have that same fire. Even, you know, the, the situation with Cam Newton, you know, the love affair with Cam Newton, that kind of went out the window. You know, injuries notwithstanding, you know, even though they had a, you know, they got a kid named Ed McCaffrey. You know, Christian McCaffrey's, you know, uh, they've been, you know, spiraling around for a minute now, man. And, and uh, Ron Rivera, um, you know, he's been there, you know, he's there for a while, you know, and I think that, you know, they probably needed a, 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 uh, uh, change of, of direction. Their first new head coach since 2011. So, um, you know, I think that, you know, they're going to probably be aggressive in who they go after. Um, young, a, young, a younger person, probably, you know what I mean? Probably somebody that deals on the analytics side, probably, you know. Um, but I think that, you know, they're going to spend some money on the coach. And then they're probably, you know, could go with a name that's probably not on everybody's list. You know, I don't see them hustling backwards, getting somebody, somebody that's been, you know, recycled, has been through the ringer already. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you always talk about Josh McDaniels, you know, um, currently the Patriots offensive coordinator. Um, you know, you really can't really rock with Josh McDaniels until the ink is dry on the contract. You know, because he's going to flirt with everybody that's out there. You know what I mean? And end up, you know, going back to the safety of the of the New England Patriots and their offense. You know, um, I think that you know, wherever if he does go somewhere, he's going to want to have his own situation. You know what I mean? A la, you know, Bill Parcells or a la, um, you know, just do, doing being in charge of everything. You know, Belichick type of situation. Um, I think that, you know, he's young enough. He's built his cachet now. But, again, also, you know, like I said, man, I don't know, man. He, you know, he wants to coach the Denver Broncos. That didn't really work out. Um, he was going to be the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and then he walked away at the last minute. You know, every, but a lot of people, you know, would take Josh McDaniels in a heartbeat. Um, the Vikings offensive coordinator, Kevin Stefanski, um, you know, he's, he's you know he's been the hot name because all of a sudden the Vikings offense is you know really doing their thing and, they, and they've carried the team uh, for this season. Kirk Cousins is doing his numbers. Dalvin Cook is running like I don't know why people are surprised about Dalvin Cook. You know, he's just back from his injury. You know what I mean? So he's still he's running like a madman as he should, as he was going to before he got hurt. Um, Minnesota looks like they're their division title good. And I think, um, you know, I'm not going to really call it, you know, as far as, you know, Super Bowl or anything like that, but I think their defense still has to hold up its end of the bargain. Um, again, Stefanski, you know, he, um, he's a, you know, he's a lot of uh, analytical type guy. So I think that um, he's going to be, you know, one of those guys that are going to look for a play action type situations. Um, and, and it works. 
and you know Kirk Cousins is a is a is a good guy to play action. Uh, so I think that um he might be somebody that they they could look at. Uh, Greg Roman, the Ravens' offensive coordinator. Ah, you know I, I don't know, man. You know maybe you know he's got a situation right now with Lamar Jackson. He might not want to you know leave that good thing. But um again, you know money talks. You know Mike McCarthy's out there, the former Packers coach. You know, um, you know he he, he won a Super Bowl. You can't take that from him. But uh, I guess McCarthy, you know, he kind of wore out his welcome in, in Green Bay, and um, I think he did do a pretty good job developing, you know, or helping to, to develop Aaron Rodgers. But um, it's not like you know the Packers' offense have really just you know tore it up this year anyway. You know, um, Bob James was behind the scenes talking to me about this name. Earlier, Dabble Sweeney. Um, you know, coming from, you know, college situation at Clemson, you know, probably depends on how this season ends up. The talk might get a little loud with Dabble Sweeney. You know, if they win the championship again, which I probably doubt they will, but if they do win the championship this year, hey, you know, who knows? But if they don't, then, you know, you know, he, he wrote it out with this crew. So now he's going to probably, you know, take that next big step. But um, Dabble Sweeney is a name that's out there. Um, coach from Baylor, Matt Rule. You know, um, I think, you know, he's he's one of those turnaround stories. Remember, uh, they went 1-11 at Baylor after uh, the Art Briles situation. So now he's got them at 11-1, headed into a rematch in the Big 12 championship against Oklahoma. Um, in a game that Baylor should have probably won. You know what I mean? That's the only loss that they have this season. And they're going to, um, you know, go against Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game. And Baylor should have probably won that first game. But, you know, if they did, they'd be undefeated and they'd be talking about them in the college football playoff discussion, definitely. But, um, again, you know, um, you know, he had a, you know, Matt Rule had a nice run with Temple, you know, taking them from two wins to, you know, uh, back-to-back 10-win seasons before he went to Baylor, you know? Um, So, again, um, Matt Rule might be a name that, you know, people might not be thinking about, but a name that you might want to pay attention to as far as, um, you know, coaches and things of that nature. Um, I was talking behind the scenes to the ubiquitous Bob James in the building, and um, we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys in this situation. Um. As far as Jason Garrett is concerned, man, I think that uh, if he doesn't get fired this season, then, you know, all bets are off. I mean, you know, they've been talking about firing Jason Garrett for the past four or five years, you know. And um, Jerry Jones, that's his man. And um, I'm not going to take nothing away from Jason Garrett, but I think if anything less anything less of an NFC Championship game, then, you know, Jason Garrett's out of here. You know, he's out of here because, again, it's hard to be, um, I guess, an owner or a fan of the Cowboys and watching this go on with the the team, the talent that this team has. You don't want it to go to waste. So I was talking behind the scenes to Bob James, and I said to him, I said, I was sitting there, and I was doing the knowledge, man, to, to... how Jerry Jones has moved since he's been the owner of the Cowboys. And as far as, you know, dealing with coaches 
you know, maybe coming from the college ranks or had, you know, some success in the college ranks. And a name popped up to, you know, and, and a, a name just popped up. And I said, well, I'm going to talk about it on the show. And I want to get Bob's reaction and, and Bob's thought um, on this. Um, knowing that, you know, Jerry Jones had a history, you know, Jimmy Johnson was doing this thing in Miami. You know what I mean? Got Dallas and, you know, to win Super Bowls. Barry Switzer from Oklahoma. Um, so I'm thinking now the Cowboys, I think if uh, this person was to make a, a, a splash back in the NFL, this could be the biggest splash that he could make. And who I'm talking about right now is Jim Harbaugh. I think if, you know, Jerry Jones wants to, you know, give somebody uh, a chance that could probably bring some spark and bring some respect to the Cowboys and be a name that nobody kind of, you know, connected when you play connect the dots would be Jim Harbaugh. It's not like, okay, he didn't win any national championships in Michigan when he was a coach. Okay. But I think that he, you know, um, is going to definitely be out at Michigan. I think that um, it would be um, a big situation for him and for the Cowboys. Harbaugh, you know what I mean, coming from where he's, where he's come from. Now he's got a chance to, you know, do his thing with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and I think that that would be as big a name as you can get as far as the Cowboys are concerned. And, and I wanted to know what, what, what uh, Bob James thought about that. What do, you, what do you think about that, Bob? Jim Harbaugh. Well, I'll say this about Jim Harbaugh. I mean, you know, and I agree with you on this one. He's he's a coach that could build up college players, you know, in the pro system. You know, as far as you know, he did, he didn't win any national championships, and there's already talk about him going back into the NFL because he's he's realizing it's not as much work as the college system is because when you're in the college system. You're the head coach, you're the general manager, you're basically in charge of the whole football operation, basically. And, you know, to come back here and just be a coach and to build up players, that's the, you know, that's what he does best. He's not a recruiter, so you gotta, you know, basically give it to him there, you know, that he could really do the job. He could really, he could really do the job, and I think, I think a return to the NFL would be good. You know, that's someone to really think about there, too, but Will Jim Harbaugh be able to satisfy, you know, there with with uh, all the hands that go into the cookie jar with, with the uh, doubt with the uh, Dallas or the Cowboys organization, I should say. Yeah, that yeah, that would be that would be the issue right there. But I think that you know, um, whoever you know he gets, it's going to have to be a strong personality. You know what I mean? It's gonna to have to be. It's gonna to have to be somebody that you know comes from a winning situation. It's gonna bring that. That's gonna bring that cachet with them. You know. So I, I just kind of thought that that you know, kind of thinking outside the box a little bit as far as the Cowboys are concerned. But um, yeah, man. Um, it's it's, it's getting deep as far as the NFL, man. Um, I think when we talk about the NFL, you talk about teams that are really you know, surprising. And at this point, we're, you know, uh, um, week 13, and we're looking at teams still that, you know, we talked about a week four or five that, you know, wait till the season gets deep. We're in December now, okay? And um, 
teams that you might have looked at earlier in the season waiting for them to fall off like the Buffalo Bills. Okay? Um, it's a time to believe in this team. Um, Josh Allen, you know, he's he stepped his game up. He's really improved his game. Um, I think that, you know, I keep talking about the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, are you going to respect them? They're 9-3 and three right now. What do you what do you see the Buffalo Bills you know ending the season up being you know at a respectable pace? Can they win eleven games? Can they win twelve games? You know, and 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 that's you know will tell you about this Buffalo Bills team. They're good. You know, they went to Dallas and they 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 hung one on the Cowboys. Okay, I understand that, but I think that right now, um, you know, I I can't really say that the Bills are gonna you know. Um, you know, go on, go into New England and win a game. They played New England tough early in the season. They got another game coming up with them. They played them tough, but I have to, I have to think that if the Buffalo Bills are nine and three, they can finish, you know, twelve and four. You know, that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm talking about when I look at the team like the Buffalo Bills in the season that they're having. Um, now I look at Green Bay, and I look at them. They're nine and three. But you know what? I think that um, Green Bay, man, they're doing this against a lot of teams that they're supposed to beat. You know, a lot of people have, you know, hopes of Green Bay. They didn't really start the season off on, 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 a, on a hot note. They're 9-3 right now. But, they, you know, that, that team could finish 10-6. You know, um, again, um, the Green Bay Packers are a different, you know, situation from the Buffalo Bills because you expected the Packers to do some work. A lot of people really didn't, you know, expect the Bills to be nine and three at this point. You know, um, what are we doing with the San Francisco 49ers now that they, you know, they they lost um, to the um, Baltimore Ravens, but they played well on defense. You know, they just need a little bit more on offense now, um, and they're suddenly in second place in the NFC West. You know, and, and again, the San Francisco 49ers were as good as they played, um, looking, you know, Super Bowl like material. But when a team, you know, beats you um, and it kind of exposes you a little bit, it kind of like, you know, puts you back into the mix. And what I mean by that, as far as the NFC is concerned, you know, you know again, a team like supposed to win, you know, 13 games. You know, they're 10-2 and two right now. They're right where they're supposed to be. We'll see how they finish up. Um, Seattle Seahawks, they're the number two seed in the NFC and they're in first place in the NFC West. Um, if the playoffs go through Seattle, they might just make the Super Bowl. But I'm not going to really, you know, count on that because I know, you know, this has been a topsy-turvy season, um, and it's definitely not over. Anything can happen between now and the time the playoffs start. But um, Seattle, the number two seed in the NFC, um, and you know, they're, they're doing what they do. Still, got to respect the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, they just keep on winning. You know, they stay on top of the rankings and all of that. You know, Lamar Jackson's doing their thing. Um, but I think at some point they're going to have to throw to the receivers a little bit more. Um, no disrespect to what Baltimore is doing, you know, but um, now is the time of the season where they have to really, really prove it. And, again, they proved it against the uh, 49ers, you know. But I think the 49ers did play well, you know what I mean? But I think the weather, you know, just kind of like took away from, you know, what that game could have been, you know. But it was, it, was still a, it was still a good game after all. Um, the New England Patriots. Their offense is very limited right now. They're still at ten and two, so you can't really complain about that. But um, again, you know their offense is 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 very very limited. Tom Brady 
and those guys have to turn it around. You don't want to see them go out, you know, like this, man. You know what I mean? You just want to be them be competitive because these other teams are. You know, they step their game up, and New England doesn't have to, you know, step back now. New England has to be in the mix. Um, Antonio Brown, should he go back? You know, should the Patriots look at him? I, I would have, I would rather the Patriots look at Des Bryant. I agree. No, I totally agree with that. I mean, I'm hearing Antonio Brown's name mentioned all the time, saying they need a, they need a, they need a big, uh, they need a big playmaking wide receiver, and whatnot. I just, what's Antonio Brown going to prove? I mean, you know, he's just. I don't think he can do it. I think his, I think his maturity does, just does not fit. Does not fit there in New England with with Bill Belichick or anything. Man, you don't you don't you don't do what you did, and then you know turn around and say, "Well, oh, okay, I'm sorry." Because nah, man, I, I wouldn't mess with Antonio Brown. I would not. I would not. That that would not be my headache. It, it's gonna work. It's not going to work. It's not. So, and there's plenty of receivers out there. If you need a receiver, then there's plenty of them out there. Des, but what's the matter with Des Bryant? Des Bryant never disrespect nobody. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. What's, 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 what's wrong with Des Bryant? So, again, man, I, I don't think that – I think that they should get off of that Antonio Brown thing, that, 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 that uh, ship and sail, and, and Antonio Brown do what he does. And, and, I don't know, maybe next year. I don't know. But does this year just jump back off the Patriots? I don't see it. Um, a couple teams to watch out for. Um, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, watch out for them. Seven and five, they're back in the building, man. They'd be in the playoffs. If the playoffs started today, Pittsburgh Steelers would be in the playoffs. Watch out for them. Um, um, let's ask our caller what they think of it, too. You have a caller from the 631. What's your name? Where you calling from? Welcome to the show. What's your name? Where you calling from? It's Miss Mo Better from Long Island. Okay, what's good? How you feel? I'm okay. Low under the weather, but <clears throat> all right. I'm glad. I'm glad I had a chance to catch the show because I, you know, I've been missing it. But I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. Your cow. Your Cowboys under the weather. I'll say that one more time. I said your Cowboys are under the weather. Oh, they've been there. <laughs> Yo, that was that was a bad loss, man. That was a bad loss at home to Buffalo. Every. Every loss they had were bad losses. Like, y'all been losing too close to say that, you know, it's, it's a mistake for somebody else. Like, they're looking to blame the referees. They're looking to blame this. And the game should never be that dog on close. Now, Dallas has a lot of talent, you know. Yeah. Um, at, at this point, if they don't see that it's play calling and stuff as well as the players dropping the ball too, that yeah. there's a problem. You had Garrett yep. there for, what, nine seasons? He has not gotten you through the first round of the playoffs. Why do you still have him? Yep. The world the world will never know. But I think if the Cowboys, you know, at least make the playoffs, they're going to find out. You know, um, yep. Jason Garrett, you know, I, I'm, I'm starting to equate Jason Garrett's situation to when Mar- Marvin Lewis in Cincinnati. Marvin Lewis couldn't win a playoff game to save his life. He, and he kept his job for 16 years. 
yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah somebody's so, talking to somebody. Yeah, that's a Yeah, problem. so, <laughs> you know, as, as far as Jason Garrett is concerned, I think this is the last hurrah because I think that there are plenty of names out there that, you know, Jerry Jones could go for. Um, you know, Lincoln Riley being one of them. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it should have been did it, but you know, yeah. that's him. He tried to he tried to ride it out with him. He tried to ride it out. You know what it is? Because he don't want to make himself look bad for picking this dude. You know what I'm saying? We're like, oh, no, well, you know, let's give him a chance. But how many doggone chances do you give him when you're not, when you're not living up to your name as being American's team? You know, and again, I'm a, you know, I'm a diehard Dallas fan. I, I, I'm allowed to talk shit about ooh, talk junk about him. Excuse me. So, you know, but it's time now. You know, you're going into a whole, not, a whole decade with nothing. I'm Yo, disrespectful. <laughs> it's, 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 I think it's, it's a, it's a number of things, but I think that he's got a bigger situation and he's got to get ready to deal with and he's got to pay Dak Prescott. I think that, um, you know, the price is going up and I think he needs to, he needs to worry about that because, um, again, um, a coach is going to, you know, you got plenty of, you know, uh, uh, alternatives if you don't want Jason Garrett, but you only got one quarterback right there that you got to pay. You know, that's a, that's a fact. Like, listen, uh, Jason Garrett himself was a backup quarterback. You know, right. He, Absolutely. I I, Absolutely. I that's right. See where they, that he really even proved himself to be the coach. So, anyway, that's my personal opinion. You know, um, but – you, you, you need a strong backup, you know. You, you need a strong backup. But give this man the money he really deserves, in my opinion, again. Um, you know, Dallas has, again, a lot of – you have a receiver. You have a, a running back. You have – you might use a little uh, a, a little uh, a tight end or something. You might need a little other help somewhere else. But you have talent on your team. You have it right there. So that means somebody's not connecting. You know, I don't know. I, I just think that you know, like you said, you got talent on the team. The talent is not playing up to their up to their potential. No, um, you know, and you you really don't want to blame it on outside things like you know you got to pay this guy because he's not worrying about that. He's going about his business and playing you know playing the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. Not affecting him. You no, know, um, I think they need, like you said, the play call is abysmal. My goodness, like, what are you thinking about, yo? We sit here, we yeah, sit here, and we watching it like, yo, I could do better than that. Why, yeah, why do you do that? I, right. I, you know what, to tell you the truth, man, I don't even watch it. I, I stop mm. because it gives, it gives me a headache, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> Right. Yeah, man. Blood, blood, blood pressure at a minimum, I'm good. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I, I I just feel like you know that that's a that's a story that you know, when you talk about underachieving teams, you know you you don't want to keep harping on it, but but it, it's like it, you can't get away from it. You know who do you, who, who's under who's underachieved worse though, the Cowboys or the Rams? Who's what? Who's underachieved worse, the Cowboys or the Rams? Right now they're running neck and neck. Right, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, that's right. Very disappointing, man. That the numbers tell you that, you know what I mean? Right. The numbers match them up. So you know, even though sometimes we know 
uh, uh, certain numbers don't 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 meet up match up to their standard or whatever. But right now they they're looking like the same doggone team. So yeah, I, what I I think Dallas needs a more aggressive coach. They they need somebody that's a little more aggressive. Somebody not tough enough over there for them, and they mm. not getting putting the fire under them. Like listen, which which I want to do. You know what I mean? Right. I don't, I don't know. I hear you, and, and you're well within your rights as a Cowboy fan, you know, to to speak on your 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 six and sixteen, and yeah. that that's not that's not a good look. Do you think that you think the Cowboys yeah. make the playoffs? Um, it, now, and this is sad to say, if the mother teams keep losing, yeah, we're gonna make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, on, on our own merit, we're struggling. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I, all I can do right now is hope. You know, um, you don't sound very, you don't sound very confident as a Cowboys no, fan. No, I don't. I, I, like, don't feel very I think you are the playoffs. I I don't feel very confident either. That's the bad thing. Mm, you mm, know, mm. but again, from the looks of how things is running, like I, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say it's not. It's possible that we could make it. Like I said, the teams we were playing, we've been just barely losing. You know what I mean? That that. Game shouldn't be that doggone close with all the talent. And again, I, and you watch your sports head. You watch this stuff. You see what the play calling is like. You, you, you know, you're like, why would you try to throw the ball when you, the man right here, let him run it. They already, they already expected you to throw the doggone ball. They read your whole playbook, stupid though. Stupid though. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what it is. Stupid oh, you know? all right. But um, yeah, man. The whole show talk about my team. I'm sorry. <laughs> but nah, it's, it's do well within your rights. You as you should. You should talk about them. You know what I'm saying? But again, um, it's not like you know the Eagles are running away or anybody else. So so you playing with house money right now. That's why I said right now you 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 still you still in a good position. You six and six. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. still in a good position. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that. Yeah, but I think that, you know, um, once you get in, you know, I think that uh, all of that kind of goes to the side and the, the season starts all over during yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, said button. Yep. But, yeah, man, but you got you, you, you got to get a home playoff game out of this. I don't think the Cowboys can go on the road and win a playoff game. We, listen, we'll take a home, away, a neutral, <laughs> win <laughs> Listen for real. Just win one. We don't care where it's at. You understand no what doubt. I'm saying? Even no though doubt. it feels good to win at home, just win one. Get get past that first round. You know? That's what it is. So, <laughs> I don't want to sound ungrateful and, and greedy or whatever, but listen. Time, time, something needs to change in ASAP. So, so what else do you think that needs that needs to happen as far as just you know just it's just the coaching? You just think they need to change the coach? I I believe it's the coach because look how many people have that they done changed as far as quarterbacks, running backs. You know, you had like you said, Des Bryant. You had a bunch of different people on this team with talent, and they still haven't done nothing with it. So that goes to show you that y'all not y'all not making the right decisions. When it comes to getting getting rid of and trading these people, you got to get somebody who can really coach them. I hear you. You're right. 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 You're
you have so many different people on Dallas. Like, I, I, we can't even, I, I, I mean, like, some good people. Um, Jerry Jones, he doesn't let people that he hired to do their job do them. I don't know, man. I, I just think that whatever the Cowboys do is what they do. You know what I mean? Because you got the talent. Yeah. You still got to go out there and play the game on the field. You know what yeah. I mean? Regardless, that, regardless of that, in, the, in the front office or on, on the coaching sideline, you still got to go out there and execute. Um. Yeah, so that that that's basically that. Uh, anything else is going on? What else? What, what else is going on with you? Listen, um, I I can't complain. You know, I can, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I it feels good to actually be on the air talking to somebody right now. Okay. You know, all right, that's what's up. That's what's you, up. You, you know where I'm at with that. So, okay. You know, um, we're gonna chop it up though. Absolutely. You know, get some free time. Just just hit me up. Um, Absolutely. I just want to call, shout you out, show you, show you some love over there. I appreciate you, no doubt. That's what it is. That's what it is. I appreciate you for calling. And um, you know, the Cowboys are figuring it out. You know what I mean? I think that um, again, it starts this week. They play the Bears on Thursday, so it starts. Yeah. It starts right now. You know, I think yeah. that that's yeah. a game that, that yeah. that's a game that they can win. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's all they got to do. They just got to take one one step at a time, man. Absolutely. And I think, but right now they gotta they gotta hurry up because the NFC ain't no joke. Hey, ain't no joke. You know, it's not, it's not a joke. You know what I mean? So you, yeah, you you got to look at you know New Orleans, Seattle, you know Minnesota, you know Green yeah. Bay to a lesser degree, the Forty ers even though they lost to Baltimore, you got to still look at them. You know what I mean? Right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for Dallas to make it through that what? NFC, man. It's gonna be tough. Oh yeah. Well, you well you see now that that they that they're choosing Baltimore as the uh, Super Bowl favorites now. So you know that that heightened them up. So now, yeah, like you said, yeah. now we got to set our game up in order to compete with that. Yeah, you know, step up, and, you got to step up. And I mean, you know, as far as the AFC is concerned. You know, Baltimore is looking like, you know, the strongest team out of the AFC. But I, I'm looking at the teams right now that would be in the playoffs. Um, you know, Buffalo would be at Kansas City. Um, to me, that would be a toss-up game because Kansas City, you know, they, they, you can't trust them at home in the playoffs. Um, uh-huh. And the, the Steelers, the Steelers at Houston. I think, you know, um, the only thing that is holding them back is they wouldn't have, you know, Ben Roethlisberger. I think I, oh, I wouldn't right, trust those right, wouldn't right. those quarterbacks going in the playoff game at Houston against Deshaun and them. So then right. you got you know then you got the Ravens and the Patriots. I think the Patriots could be had. You know what I mean? The Ravens I, already I, the Ravens I, I, already have forty on them. So you know what I mean? The Ravens it looks like it's the Ravens got, all day. That's right. They got something to prove, and they're gonna hold. Yeah. Them. You know, I, I, absolutely. I think they got something to prove, man. And Lamar Jackson is turning into must watch. You know what I mean? He's starting to yeah. must must watch. You got to you got to watch him play. You know, yeah. and, and I said this. Um, yeah. I think last week I said this on the show last week. Lamar Jackson is taking it back to the schoolyard, to the to the to the, <laughs> to the playground. That's all. That's, That's all it is. That's, That's all. Yeah. Lamar Jackson taking it back to the playground. That's all he's doing. You know, and, and, and you know, it's not organized. He's doing he's doing his thing. But here's another thing. When they talk about, you know, comparing, you know, because this is the era that we're in, um, they always talk about, 
Michael Vick. But why they don't never talk about Randall Cunningham? Randall, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? You know, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. You know why they do that? Because they know they did him dirty as far as it goes with them dogs and stuff. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They don't never talk about Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham was the, he was doing all of that for us. All of that yep. he was doing. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But you know, I, I I just try to figure it out sometimes, man. They, you know, it's to me it seems like they be talking to five year olds when they talking to the when they talking to sports or whatever. It's like you talking to five year olds and saying like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> no, you can't gloss over it like that. You can't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, because it's 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 plenty of other you know people out there that did it. You know what I mean? And, and again, you yeah. can't forget about them. You know, right? right no, no disrespect right. to Michael Vick. Yeah, right? Why they so selective when it comes to speaking about you know certain things? Right, you know? right, right. And, and and I don't know whether that's a that's the thing. Just trying to be relatable, or I don't understand. So if you try if you try to talk about. If, you, if you're talking about the history and stuff, you can't be kind of half-stepping. You got to, you know, kick it all. Right. You got to talk history about it. You got to talk. Yeah, don't, don't half-step with it. Fact. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and that's my only thing, man. And I'm not mad at what they do, man. But it's just sometimes I just feel like, yo, I wouldn't have did that. You know what I'm saying? But, again, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, man, the Baltimore Ravens doing their numbers. The Ravens doing their numbers. As far as the NFC, I think, you know, the Cowboys, man, they got a tough road. They got a tough road to hold a second of them, man. You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. You know? Of course. And, and they, again, they got to stop playing like they're on a PAL team and grow up. Mm. <laughs> mm. Grow up already. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm so what do you- I, if I can't tell you the truth, nobody else will. So what do you think they're gonna do? What do you think they're gonna do against the Bears? Well, if again, if they can't not to take anything away from the Bears, but if they can't step up against the Bears and and, and try to redeem yourself to get your numbers back up, then y'all need to go home. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We know at this time of year, everybody's talent kind of steps up. So the Bears can come out and surprise people like the Jets are right now. You know? Mm. No doubt. No doubt. That's what it is. Yo, yeah. I'm, about to take a, I'm about to take a commercial break. I appreciate you checking in, man. Um, let everybody no know. Let every, you're, still doing your, you're still doing your radio shows and all that. Let everybody know how you well, get up with you. We, we haven't, we haven't in a while. So, but uh, oh, that's what I said. Just hit me up when you get a chance, and so we can chop it up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, no All right. doubt. Yeah, okay. I got you. I got you. I appreciate you okay. calling. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. No doubt. No doubt. Yo, we're gonna take a pause to the courses after further review. Two point oh, aka the Sauron Pass. Let's get it. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is your place for that aquatic enthusiast in your family this holiday season. With Christmas fast approaching, now is the time to look for that great gift for that special someone who lives the aquatic lifestyle. 
With years of experience, owner-operator Nelson Fletcher can help you achieve your aquatic needs and goals and help you find that special gift for that aquatic enthusiast you love. You can also converse with other aquatic hobbyists and enthusiasts by logging on to www.aquariumauctions.ca and joining the TAC room where you can ask any questions. Visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today at their website at www.aquariumauctions.ca or their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Christmas is not far away. Come catch Santa on his sleigh. Time is precious. Seize the day at Ski's Watch and Clock. Ski's been in business for 20 years. He knows his stuff, so have no fears. He knows about all those tiny gears inside every clock. When you come to Ski's Watch and Clock, his variety is huge. From wristwatches, pocket watches, stopwatches, desk clocks, mantel clocks, grandfather clocks, new and previously owned reconditioned pieces. Right now, with Christmas so close, we will only accept light repairs till after Christmas. The elves are busy enough as it is filling Santa's sleigh. Don't let the Grinch stop you from filling the stockings or putting things under the tree this year. If you're worried about getting someone a gift, you can put items on layaway with just a small deposit. Thanks to Ski, you can send that stupid Grinch to his bedroom with no dinner or TV and no computer or PlayStation. By now, you must be wondering where Ski's watch and clock is. It's located in beautiful downtown Winter Haven at 106 West Central Avenue, Florida, just across from the main post office. Call 863-294-5630. Again, that number is 863 863- Two nine four five six three zero. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated. Belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it. Together. This is our time. One, two, three. Let's start a revolution. 
Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Memories can last a lifetime, especially when it comes to the holidays, especially when it involves taking pictures. If you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place you can count on to make those memories last longer than the holidays. That place is Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers can help you with making your Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, or whatever holiday you celebrate the best ever by taking single shots, family portraits, couple portraits, pet photos, and more. She can also capture the finest winter scenery you can imagine. Those photos are available all across the country and around the world at a price that will not empty your wallet for last-minute Christmas shopping. Don't wait until the last minute to get your pictures done for the holidays. Call Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography at 541-951-2443 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work can be found there. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year from all your friends at Grateful Heart Photography. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further. Carter, the machine gun. Look out, Daddy! In old-time radio adventures, you've come to the right place. This is One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today.
child, what would please you most to get? A little Miley doll that can cry, sleep, drink, and wet. Then away went Rudolph, a wizard like a saber jet. Run, run, Rudolph, Santa's gotta make it to town. What's going on? We're back in the building, man. This is after further review 2.0, aka the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the bow doing what I do, man. Um, the college football playoff rankings dropped, man. And again, man, I'm at odds with these guys on one spot. Uh, they got it right until they get to the fourth spot. Okay. You got uh, Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia. I, you know, if you've been rocking with me, you know, I really don't mess with Georgia. I haven't been rocking with them like the last couple of years, right? Um, I like Utah. And like I told my man Slate, I think that um, Utah, you know, you put some respect on their name. You want to see somebody different get up in there. And it's a Pac-12. Just because it's, it's not Washington, you can't get mad at that. You no, know, Utah has been winning bigger games compared to Oklahoma. 
They only played one close game since they lost at USC. They had a five-point win on the road at Washington. That was their best opponent in that stretch. Oklahoma, on the other hand, seen five of his last seven games decided by a touchdown or less, including the game they lost to Kansas State. So, again, I think that, you know, if you look at that Utah, you compare them to Oklahoma, shout out to my man Slate. I mean, you know, they have the same kind of path. Utah got to beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Okay, LSU beats Georgia in the SEC. Clemson beats Virginia in the ACC. And Oklahoma loses the Baylor. That's that's one way that Utah can get in the, in the college football playoffs. All right? But I think that um, any other way, I think that they would pick Oklahoma just simply on, you know, name uh, alone, man. But if they're going to go by the season that they have, you know, I, I would give it to Utah. You know, um, I think if you really look at it with with, with the eye test, um, you know, again, you know, Oklahoma's played the better schedule. Um, Oklahoma has more wins over ranked teams. They beat Baylor. They beat Oklahoma State. Utah hasn't beat any of them. Um, they have similar losses, okay? Oklahoma lost on the road to 8-14. Um, Utah lost on the road. To a team that's eight and four, USC. Um, again, you know, Oklahoma and Utah. That's the that's the teams you know that you want to kind of like compare each other to. Notice that we're not talking about Georgia. Okay, I don't understand how they have Georgia in the college football playoffs. Okay, Georgia still has to get by LSU in the SEC championship. Um, I don't see Georgia getting in the college football playoffs and lo- by losing to LSU with SEC championship game. I don't see that. So just let Georgia out. Let them out there hang themselves. I don't think Georgia's going to end up in the college football playoff. I-, I don't know, man. You know, a lot of people was on Georgia. They've been on Georgia. But again, the last hurdle for them to get in is to beat LSU. And I just don't see it happening. And then I think that, you know, um, you could put away that Georgia talk, you know, um, part of a scenario of Georgia getting in is going to require Clemson to lose. And I'm a big Clemson is going to lose to Virginia. Um, again, you know, Georgia is just that team to me on the outside looking in. Okay. Um, you, you know, you talk about teams like, you know, Ohio state, even, you know, Ohio state, the kind of, different against Michigan, you know, they kind of like turned this, you know, turned up on them in the second half a little bit, but early in the game, you know, it looked like, you know, Michigan was, you know, trying to, you know, hang out with Ohio State. But um, again, um, Ohio State still has to get past Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, right? Um, is Ohio State a lot, even if they lose the Big Ten Championship? I'm not really sure about that. You know, um, even though, you know, the Buckeyes have that strength of schedule, they have, you know, some strong victories this year and, and the way they dominated their opponents. But um, to answer um, a uh, caller's question, shout out to Lisa, man. She wants to know about Ryan Day and um, Ohio State. Um, I think that, you know, they made the right choice. You know, they're still going to keep on doing what they do, you know, and um, it's, it's just showing and proving right now that, you know, um, even though <clears throat> what they've gone through, and not just with Urban Meyer, 
You know, you go back to Jim Trestle. You go back to Woody Hayes. You know what I mean? You go way back with Ohio State. You know what I mean? They're still, you know, doing what they do. Um, and they're number one team in the country right now. So I think that um, Coach of the Year in the Big Ten, I mean, why not? You know, why not? Put the cherry on the top by winning the Big Ten championship, getting in the college football playoffs and making it do what it do. You know, um, people are going to forget about Urban Meyer. I don't know. You know, I don't think people forgot about Woody Hayes. You know what I mean? Um, so, again, um, you know, he, you know, Coach Day is going to have to you know, form his own path. And so far, he's doing that. So I'm not I'm not mad at at, at um what you got going on. Um <clears throat> the team that I'm gonna watch is um Baylor. I think if Baylor can um beat Oklahoma, they had them beat in the first game that they played earlier this season. They played in the Big Twelve Championship. Um I don't know if that can get them into the college football playoff, but I think that that would get them a lot of respect as far as being another team in the Big in the Big Twelve that people can you know, will have to pay attention to. Um, I, I, I'm not convinced if if Baylor, even if Baylor beats Oklahoma, that they'll go ahead of Utah or anything like that as far as the college football playoff is concerned. Because I think that um, what Baylor what Baylor has done this year. Is it, is decent, you know, um, but college football playoff decent? Nah, nah. A lot of things have to. A lot of things have to fall their way for uh, Baylor to get into the college football playoff. All right, um, this is Doctor Further Review Man Two Point Oh, aka the Sideline Patch. Got the mayor in the building. Nine five four two four six zero three nine eight. Man, get you caught up with some um, NBA scores, man. If we get things popping here on a Tuesday night, um, right now. The Washington Wizards and the Orlando Magic going through it. In Washington, Orlando leads 122 to 109. That's going down. That's in the fourth quarter in Washington. There's about three minutes left in that game. Um, <clears throat> third period in New Orleans, the Pelicans and the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks lead 77-71. All right, that game is in New Orleans. In Toronto, man, third quarter is about to end. You got the Miami Heat leading the Raptors 83-78. All right, San Antonio is hosting the Houston Rockets. The Rockets lead 47-40, about six minutes to go in the first half. First period in Denver, the Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers doing their thing. The Lakers lead 14-8. That's early in the first quarter. Uh, early finals for today, Pistons over the Cavaliers, 127-94. And 10 o'clock, they tip off in L.A. you got the Portland Trailblazers, Carmelo Anthony. And the Portland Trailblazers doing their thing, going out to L.A. against the Clippers. Carmelo Anthony, player of the week. That's what's up. I'm not mad at him. You know, everybody's, you know, in love with Carmelo once again. I'm not mad at it. I think that's a beautiful thing. <clears throat> People ask me, what you think about it? He's back. Carmelo's this and that. I said, why don't you let him get a sample size? And then we'll see what the deal is. I think that, um, you know, not for nothing, James Harden, you know, should have got player of the week, you know. And this is why I always say, man, they always giving away, like, orange slices and, and, and all of that. They gave, gave Carmelo Anthony the Western Conference player of the week. Carmelo averaged 22 points, seven rebounds, and two assists in three games. 
He shot 57% from the field, 45% from three. I'm not mad at Carmelo Anthony. I'm not mad at him at all. Not mad. He had 25 points against the Bulls. Shot 10 for 20 from the floor, four for seven from three. All right? He went nine for 11 from the floor against Oklahoma City. Okay? Then he went eight for 16 again against the Chicago Bulls. He was doing his numbers. Yo, James Harden scored 60 points in three quarters against Atlanta. 60 points in three quarters against Atlanta. Harden averaged 42 points a game last week. He had 24 assists. Carmelo Anthony had eight. James Harden had five steals. Carmelo Anthony had two. Houston went two and one last week. Portland went three and zero. Oh. Okay, all right. But Portland played the Bulls twice and the Thunder. Come on, yo. Come on, yo. And I'm I'm not mad at Carmelo for getting the Player of the Week. I'm not mad at at all. But I'm just saying, man, it's like they, you know, uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Luka Doncic. He had forty points in two of the three games he played last week. He had 41 against you when they beat the Houston Rockets. And he had 42 against the Phoenix Suns. So, I mean, I'm not, you know, trying to take nothing away because, you know, these people are here, oh, you know, Cardinal Anthony. And then, nah, I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away. Because, again, he's been, you know, out of the league for, you know, over a year. Um, he's, he's, looking, he's looking good. His jumper is, is cash. He can still, you know, get to the rim. You know what I mean? And he can overpower smaller defenders. So, again, um, the way he's been playing, man, he, he's doing his numbers. I'm happy for Carmelo Anthony, man. But, you know, I just don't want to, you know, be out there wilding when, you know, somebody will say, well, look at the, you know, the week that so-and-so had versus what Carmelo did. But, you know, you can't take nothing away from what Carmelo Anthony is doing, man. I just hope that he can continue it. Um, as far as it being a farewell tour or anything like that, man, knock it off, man. You know what I mean? Carmelo let Carmelo Anthony play his game. Let him, you know, um, be able to contribute um, as much as he can to the Portland Trailblazers. And he's doing, he's doing his numbers, man. And I'll be one of those to say it. I'll say it right now. I said it. You know, um, they'll be burning his jersey by Christmas. You know what I mean? But, um, again, he's playing, he's playing good ball right now. So you can't take nothing away from him. We'll see what it is. We'll see how you know, how, how it ends up. But I think that um, for, as far as, you know, what he's doing right now is a great thing and let him, let him make his, let him make his thing happen for himself, man. Um, again, you know, Carmelo Anthony is not going to, you know, turn the lake, the, the, the Portland Trailblazers into the Western conference champions. He's, he's going to help them, you know, try to get back on, you know, and, and to be a contender in the West. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that as far as, you know, people thinking that Carmelo is going to be a savior for what's going on, I don't think that's going to be, that's that's not going to be the case. If Carmelo can, can continue to play good ball and do his numbers to help the Portland Trailblazers out, who knows? But as far as him being the savior, I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, somebody asked me what I thought about DeMar DeRozan. Um, he's, you know, going through it right now because the, you know, San Antonio Spurs are, are not, you know, are playing the, you know, the way they, you know, want to play. All right. Um, DeRozan's still averaging, you know, a team high 22 points, 
uh, five rebounds and four assists. He's still not taking three-point shots, but um, he's doing his numbers, man. But I think that he's just not happy as far as, you know, what, you know, the, the team is not winning. Um, San Antonio's lost 11 out of his last 13 games. Um, you know, but you can't really expect him to do much more than be a scorer. And, you know, they didn't, you know, San Antonio didn't really acquire him thinking that he would replace Kawhi Leonard as, you know, a defensive stopper at small forward. Um, he shouldn't really be playing the small forward anyway. All right. Um, again, so I think that, um, you know, where DeMar DeRozan is at, he's on a flawed roster and he's just trying to, you know, you know, play any kind of position, man. Um, I think that, you know, with the good things with DeMar DeRozan, um, I think, you know, the lack of, you know, DeMar DeRozan's three-point shooting, uh, I think that, you, you know, you can't put the defense that San Antonio plays is terrible. You can't put that on DeMar DeRozan. But, again, um, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of situations when you watch the San Antonio Spurs, man, and you watch uh, DeMar DeRozan, man. I think DeMar DeRozan's a good player. Um, he, you know, his, his situation is sticky when it comes to the money part. Um, he's owed uh, over $27 million uh, for next year. So again, I, I don't know, you know, if DeMar DeRozan can, you know, decline his option, you know, enter the free agency. Um, you know, I, he's going to turn 31 next summer. So any of the teams that have, you know, are going to have, you know, that cap space like, you know, Cleveland, Charlotte, the Knicks, you know what I mean, Atlanta or Memphis, you know, um, they might be interested in a guy like DeMar DeRozan. Um, he could, you know, pick up the option, you know what I mean, delay his free agency until 2021. Um, then that, you know, that locks him to $27 million, all right? But um, he wants to, if he wants to be comfortable, then he's going to have to figure it out. You know, if they can negotiate an extension, um, and that would mean that he wants to stay there, okay? Um, <laughs> and I think the most that he can make in this situation is, is $150 million over four years, which is less than he could get a, as a, 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 as a free, agent, free agent max. So I don't know, man. You know, San Antonio, they can kind of like just, you know, let it rock, do nothing, you know. They could let DeMar DeRozan walk. And get nothing in return. They could trade him, you know. Um, I don't know. You know, they could trade other players. They could change, you know, instead of change, getting him out of that, they could trade other people and move, you know, maybe um, move the Marcus Aldridge, you know. Uh, or they could try to negotiate with him um, some kind of extension, man. But um, I think that DeMar DeRozan has to figure it out. Um, and, and, and once he figures it out, I think that either – the Spurs are going to be better with him or they're going to have to be better without him. All right. Um, this is after further review, man, 2.0, AKA the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the building doing what I do. Thanks to, uh, Ms. Mo better on the check-in from LI 954-246-0398 is the mathematics. We're going to take a quick pause to the cause. When we come back, man, we're going to get the hockey things rocking from my hockey people. We got the Ruiz and Joshua fight coming up this weekend that nobody's talking about. And um, we're going to get into some other stuff, man, all right? This is after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. Let's get it.
Canadian Aquatic Auctions is your place for that aquatic enthusiast in your family this holiday season. With Christmas fast approaching, now is the time to look for that great gift for that special someone who lives the aquatic lifestyle. With years of experience, owner-operator Nelson Fletcher can help you achieve your aquatic needs and goals and help you find that special gift for that aquatic enthusiast you love. You can also converse with other aquatic hobbyists and enthusiasts by logging on to www.aquariumauctions.ca and joining the TAC room where you can ask any questions. Visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today at their website at www.aquariumauctions.ca or their Facebook page at facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Christmas is not far away. Come catch Santa on his sleigh. Time is precious. Seize the day at Ski's Watch and Clock. Ski's been in business for 20 years. He knows his stuff, so have no fears. He knows about all those tiny gears inside every clock. When you come to Ski's Watch and Clock, his variety is huge. From wristwatches, pocket watches, stopwatches, desk clocks, mantel clocks, grandfather clocks, new and previously owned reconditioned pieces. Right now, with Christmas so close, we will only accept light repairs till after Christmas. The elves are busy enough as it is filling Santa's sleigh. Don't let the Grinch stop you from filling the stockings or putting things under the tree this year. If you're worried about getting someone a gift, you can put items on layaway with just a small deposit. Thanks to Ski, you can send that stupid Grinch to his bedroom with no dinner or TV and no computer or PlayStation. By now, you must be wondering... Where Ski's Watch and Clock is. It's located in beautiful downtown Winter Haven at 106 West Central Avenue, Florida, just across from the main post office. Call 863-294-5630. Again, that number is 863-294-5630. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. 
Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Memories can last a lifetime, especially when it comes to the holidays, especially when it involves taking pictures. If you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place you can count on to make those memories last longer than the holidays. That place is Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers can help you with making your Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, or whatever holiday you celebrate the best ever by taking single shots, family portraits, couple portraits, pet photos, and more. She can also capture the finest winter scenery you can imagine. Those photos are available all across the country and around the world at a price that will not empty your wallet for last-minute Christmas shopping. Don't wait until the last minute to get your pictures done for the holidays. Call Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography at 541-951-2443 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work can be found there. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year from all your friends at Grateful Heart Photography. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further. Carter, the machine gun. Look out, Danny! The best in old-time radio adventures, you've come to the right place. This is one nostalgic weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Ladies and gentlemen, this next record needs no introduction.
what up, 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 Mr. Mayor, I'm in the building, man, it's after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass, we are in the house, live and direct, doing what we do on Tuesday nights for y'all, man, um, Action VR Network is in the building, man, holding me down, the, uh, ubiquitous Robert James is in the building, uh, making it happen, um, shout out to Action VR Network, man, shout out to Spreaker.com, and shout out to you for checking me out. Um, there's going to be a heavyweight championship fight on Saturday night. Andy Ruiz Jr. is the um, heavyweight champion in the world. First heavyweight champion in the boxer history of Mexican descent. That shout out to that. Um, he's going to be defending his title against the guy he took the title from, um, Anthony Joshua. Uh, I think this fight is going to be a, a coronation. Um, I think that um, Ruiz has nothing to lose at this point. Okay. Um, Anthony Joshua, this is going to be um, the defining question for him. Where, you know, where is his head at? Um, you know, I think that... Um, the confidence, you know, maybe a little bit down. Um, he's definitely lost that invincibility. Um, again, you know, I think that, you know, he's got to get in the ring, man, and, and just see, you know, you know where, if he can, you know, kind of like pick up where he left off from. Um, it's a neutral site. Saudi Arabia is kind of wild, but it is what it is. Um, I think that... Um, it's good for Joshua. He gets away from, you know, where you know, you know his familiarity. So he isolates himself. Um, I think that um, this is going to be a good thing for Ruiz. Also, he gets away from his comfort zone. Um, Ruiz doesn't want to end up like you know a Buster Douglas. You know, remember when you know Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, and you know Buster Douglas who just kind of like gained weight and, and looked real sluggish. And he got knocked out by Evander Holyfield. Um, again, Ruiz is going to have to prove, you know, that he's, you know, good, you know, as he was in the last fight and even better. Um, I think that, you know, Ruiz is, you know, he's, his name is respected even more now. Um, he's got quick hands, okay? And arguably they say he's the best combination puncher in the division. All right? Um I think that, um, you know, Ruiz showed hard already in the first fight. He got off the deck and, and, and finished Joshua off, you know. But um, now he's got to prove that, you know, it, was, it wasn't a fluke. Um, Anthony Joshua, if he loses again, I think he's, he's gone. He's just, he's just going to be one of those dudes that, you know, wonder what if, you know. Um, it's going to be crazy. I, I just think that, you know, Deontay Wilder is, is, is out there in the, in the woods waiting for the winner of this fight. Um, he's got a fight coming up with Tyson Fury in February. Um, so, you know, hopefully we can get the, um, the titles unified and we can, you know, see if we can get an undisputed champion. Um, Anthony Joshua, if he wins, he's going to have to win big. You know, he's going to have to, you know, maybe get rid of Ruiz early, you know, um, Lennox Lewis did the same thing, you know, I mean, he got, you know, um, 
defeated the only two guys that stopped him. You know what I mean? Um, so, again, it's a lot of stake for Anthony Joshua in his career, man. Um, you know, if he can come and make a statement, he's going to have to make a statement and prove that he's back. You know, that's the only way that I think that people are going to, you know, kind of like pay attention to Anthony Joshua. If he wins this fight, he's going to have to win big, knock Ruiz out. And um, if Ruiz can, you know, win this fight, then, you know, Anthony Joshua goes away. Uh, so that's why I said that, you know, Joshua, you know, Ruiz really doesn't have anything to lose. You know, if he loses his title, so be it. He's still going to be, you know, back in the mix where he can regain his title. You know, but Anthony Joshua has way more to lose than Andy Ruiz. And that's just my uh, my thoughts on that fight. It's coming up on Saturday night. Um, it's pay-per-view. I don't know why, but it's pay-per-view. All right, we're going to talk to my hockey people right now. You know, I got y'all covered, man. I got my hockey people covered, man. This is after further review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sideround Pass. This is how we do it. Um, game just went final at um, in Jersey. The Golden Knights over the Devils 4-3. to three. Third period, five minutes left in Montreal. The Canadians lead the Islanders three to one. Second period about to be over in Nashville. The Tampa Bay Lightning lead the Predators four to one. Second period about thirty seconds left in Winnipeg. The Jets lead the Stars four to one. Coyotes over the Blue Jackets is a final. Uh, another final we have Flyers over the Maple Leafs six to one. Boston Bruins shut out the Carolina Hurricanes two nothing. Uh, Minnesota Wild over the Florida Panthers four to two. Uh, the Senators and the Canucks drop the puck at 10 o'clock. And 10.30, the Capitals visit the San Jose Sharks. All right, so that's what's going on as far as the NHL is concerned, man. Um, listen, man, we do our thing, man, every Tuesday night, man, live and direct from 8 to 10 p.m. I want to shout out everybody, man, that um, checks the shows out, everybody that calls in the shows, man. I appreciate y'all all the time. Um, we got two more shows left. For 2019, man, next week and the week after. And then we won't be back until January 7th, all right, 2020. So we got two more shows left. So we're going to get it in, hard body, karate. We're going to make it happen, have some fun, rock out. Um, let me know what y'all think, you know, what y'all team of the decade, player of the decade, all that. We're going to have some fun and just wild out. Um, we do this show, man, because I like talking about sports, man. You know what I mean? And it's got me into some some situations that um I wouldn't have gotten into otherwise. You know what I mean? The um Stephen A. Smith interview, um, first take thing, you know, other stuff I've been doing for ESPN. So it's it's really been it's been this year's been cool. You know what I mean? So looking forward to bigger and better things, man. Shout out to No Knockoffs Radio, man, shout out to D G Records, man. So Hopefully some, some big things is going to pop off for the kid, man, in 2020. So stick around, stay connected. We're going to have you all taken care of, man. Some big things coming up on Action VR Network, man. Stay tuned. All right. Bob James is going to hold it down. Shout out to my man, Mike Summers. Shout out to Chuck Skull, Sonny Cruz, the whole unit. All right. Um, yeah, that's just how we give it up, man. That's how we doing it over here, man. So, Again, man, just rock out with us, man. Um, we got two shows left for 2019. And then we'll be back live and direct on Tuesday night, January the 7th.
you know, I hate y'all in the head with some flavor, man. But that'd be like the playoffs and basketball. Then I can get my official NBA talk on because you know I don't, you know, I don't talk about the NBA really that much until after the holidays. So January seventh is going down. So then we can really get the NBA popping. All right. After further review, man, two point oh, aka the sideline pass. Um. Major League Baseball's all-decade team. I looked at it. I said, okay. I I saw some things. I said, okay. I looked at it, and I said, hmm. What I liked and what I didn't like. Okay, what I liked, definitely, because I'm a dude that likes to go back, and we're talking about the all-decade team for the 2010s, right? So... Shout out to Yadier Molina, you know what I mean? But I had to give my, you know, support and vote to Buster Posey. I always liked Buster Posey, even when he first came into the league, man, before he got hurt, broke his leg and all of that. But I think that Posey, you know, had, you know, um, his offensive numbers, you know, he led all catches and hits during the decade, over 1,300. I had total bases, won an MVP in 2012, and he won three World Series. You know what I mean? I mean, Yadier's got a ring. You know what I mean? Um, Yadier caught the most games in the 2010s, 1,273, but I had to give it to Buster Posey. You know, I, I think that <laughs> much as I like Yadier Molina, man, I, I, I just had to give it to Buster Posey. Um, first base, um, you know, I mean, Miguel Cotto, man. I mean, excuse me, Miguel Cabrera, Miguel Cotto, I'm wild. Miguel Cabrera, man, Detroit Tigers. Um, you know, there was really three of them. You know, you could say Joey Votto, you could say Paul Goldschmidt, but Miguel Cabrera is, is killing everything, man. So I think that um, Cabrera ranks offensively among all, you know, all players in, in the 2010 decade. Um, batting average first, on base percentage third, OPS second, home run seventh, you know what I mean, RBIs fourth, you know, so again, um, you know, in Cabrera, you know, four batting titles, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2015, you know, two MVPs, seven All-Stars, then he had a triple crown, so, you know, you got to give it up to Miguel Cabrera as far as first base. Second base, Ah, that one was close. But you know what? I had to give it to my man, Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano, man, um, I think that, you know, um, he did his thing. And, and Cano, you know, regardless of the PED suspension, you know what I mean? He, you know, did his thing for the Yankees and all that stuff, man. But I think that um, Robinson Cano, he 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 gets my vote for the top second baseman in the 2010s. Even though I'm still kind of mad at him for him, him taking that money and going to Seattle, but that's neither here nor there. Um, shortstop for me, the 2010s, um, Troy Tulowitzki. Yep, before he got hurt, Troy I wanted Troy Tulowitzki on the Yankees. Um, he hit like an All Star in his first five years of the decade. Um, you know, his injuries, you know, kind of really slowed him down, you know, um, 
the 2010s, his bat average was 293. So he he did on you know everything he could do. You know his, his superior offense. Okay, defensively he was you know he was okay. Did his numbers on the defensive side, but I, I had to give Detroit to the whiskey for shortstop. But third base, um, it's close. That one was close too. That one was close too. I like Josh Donaldson, but you know what? I said Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre was the best offensive and defensive third baseman in that decade. All right? I mean, Nolan Arenado would give it to him, but he didn't, you know, he didn't come out till 2013. Okay? Um, I like Josh Donaldson, but I got to give it to the big homie Adrian Beltre. Um, left field. <sighs> I like Brett Gardner, but I couldn't I couldn't take Brett Gardner over Ryan Braun. I mean, you know, Brian Ryan Braun does his thing, you know, uh even though Brett Gardner is really a glove first player, he gives you some pop here and there. Ryan Brian Braun is the opposite. He's hits. He hits and he hits and he hits some more. I um I think that, you know, 241 home runs in, in the decade is, is nothing to sneeze at. And so I'm going to leave it at that and give it to Ryan Braun in left field. Center field, um, I thought about Grandison. I thought about Andrew McCutcheon. But then I said, you know what? To 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 make a, a long story short, I'm going to give it to Mike Trout. You have to all the MVP votes. Um, you know, in, 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 if he can't really get in the playoffs for real, so you might as well give him some kind of superficial stuff like that to let him know that uh, he's appreciated. <laughs> um, right field, um, Mookie Betts, John Carlos Stanton, you know, um, Stanton third in home runs in the 2010s. Um, he won an MVP in 2017, led the league in home runs twice. Uh, you know, Jose Bautista, you know, he did his numbers too, man, but until he got punched in the mouth, man, I don't I have no respect for him no more. His career went downhill. Um, designated hitter, ah, you know, Edwin Encarnacion, Big Poppy, David Ortiz, but Nelson Cruz, man. Nelson Cruz is one of those guys that, you, you know, you learn to count on. Um, he led the 2010s in home runs, 961 RBIs. There was two behind Albert Pujols for the most in the 2010s. Um, it's hard to argue with that type of production. David Ortiz did his numbers too, but I think that um, I, I would go with I would go with Nelson Cruz over uh, David Ortiz and Edwin Encarnacion. Um, my starting pitcher would be Clayton Kershaw. Um, early in this decade, you know, but now, you know, recently it's like, it's, it's, he's, he's becoming a little suspect, but, you know, I still you know Kershaw, three NL Cy Youngs, 2011, 2013, 2014, he got the MVP in 2014. Um, he finished second in Cy Young in two other years. So, I mean, you know, you got to look at Clayton Kershaw, man, as far as if you're going to pick for somebody for the decade. Um, as far as relief pitchers, um, I'm going to take a roll to Chapman. 
some people will say Craig Kimbrell. Some people will say, you know, uh, uh, Dylan Andrew Miller. But give me, give me, uh, Roger Chapman, man. You know, he's, he's been in, in a bunch of situations, um, championship situations in both leagues. Um, he's had success in the postseason and also he's had disappointment. So, but still, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to him. All right. Um, this is After Further Review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sala Pass. you got the man in the building doing what I do now, 5424603988 is the mathematics. I'm going to do the three-minute rant right now. And what I want to talk about today in the three-minute rant is um, the NFL, man. Um, what are we doing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What are we doing with Jameis Winston? I'm hearing people say we should keep him. We should get rid of him. You're going to pay him that money. I think that if you're going to keep Jameis Winston, you're going to have to, you'll consider that he's going to be the guy that you're going to go with. And I think that at this point in the game, the Buccaneers should be looking for somebody you know, down the line after, you know, life life after Jameis Winston. I mean, you know, there are choices out there. The quarterbacks are going to be out there. Um, maybe Jameis Winston got comfortable, you know. Um, he's learning, but I think that at this point in the game right now, um, Gasol is the season, you know, but are we going to go ahead and, and, to, and, and and invest that money in this guy who we really can't trust at this point. We don't know, we know what Jameis Winston is going to show up, you know. And Jameis Winston is taking you know major step backwards. And um, I think that it would it would behoove the Bucks to at least look into you know um, something you know after you know Jameis Winston because. I'm not really satisfied, man. It's nothing that's really going to change my mind because there's, you know, there's there's quarterbacks out there that can be developed. You know what I mean? And um, just look at Jameis Winston as you know an experiment, and maybe he just needs to change the scenery. Tampa wasn't, you know, the best the best place for him. You know, and um, again, you know, he did his thing, but what did he really do? Compile a bunch of numbers. Is Jameis Winston one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL? Hell no. And that's my team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jameis Winston is nowhere near top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Period. So that's that's just how I look at that, man. Um, but as far as, you know, the Bucs, he can get it right. You know, we can get it right. It's, it's not all his fault. It's not all his fault. So, um, again, you know, get respectable, and um, we'll holler at y'all at the NFL draft. All right? That's the three-minute rant. Uh, we're about to get up out of here, man. That's further review 2.0, a.k.a. the Cylon Pass. I appreciate um, it's more better for checking in. Check me out, man, um, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday on the Knockoffs Radio, man. Check me out. I'm in the building doing what I do. Shout-out to my man, Bob James. Shout-out to the whole unit over there at Action VR Network, man. Shout-out to my man, Devin, and my Walton Sports, all right? I checked y'all out, man. This is left-handed. Get at me on Twitter at RMDestman. The mayor is leaving the building.
I prefer the review 2.0, a.k.a. the Sauron Fast. We out, y'all.